The Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. In Mark 1.25, Jesus set a man free, saying, Hold thy peace. He shut the spirit up by the power of the word he came out of him. A leper came to him asking of him, If you will, I can be clean. Jesus said, I will put forth his hand, touched him and he was made clean. Well, if anybody here knows anything good about Jesus of Nazareth, Step right up and tell us so the people will know. The call goes out in this same hour. Who will go forth with his word and power? Who shall his generation declare? Jesus is the Son of God. In the house Jesus was preaching the word, the place was full. Four brought a sick one, but couldn't get in except through the roof. They let down the bed wherein the sick lay, while the preachers made a fuss to Jesus that day. But he said to the man, Arise and walk, and thy sins are forgiven of thee. Well, if anybody here knows anything good about Jesus of Nazareth, step right up and tell it so the people will know. The call goes out in this same hour. Who will go forth with his word and power? Who shall his generation declare? Jesus is the Son of Entered into the synagogue again on the Sabbath day. He said unto the man who had a withered hand, Stand forth. And when he looked around with anger, he grieved at the hard hearted people, let their unbelief. But he said to the man, Stretch forth thine hand, it became just as good as the other. Well, if anybody here knows anything good about Jesus of Nazareth, step right up and tell it so the people will know. The call goes out in this same hour. Who will go forth with his word and power? Who shall his generation declare? Jesus is the Son of God. Nazareth, 
the call goes out in this same hour who will go forth with his word and power who shall his generation declare Jesus is the son of God who shall his generation declare Jesus is the son of And who shall tell what they know about Jesus? Well, thank God our answer can be this today. Here am I, Lord, send me. I'll tell what I know about Jesus. I was just thinking of Mark one twenty-five as we were singing that song. And the Bible says in Mark one twenty-five, uh, talking about, uh, well, actually we'll start back here, uh, about verse 22. And they were astonished at his doctrine, for he taught them as one that had authority and not as the scribes. There's just something about being anointed that just changes your message. Verse 23, And there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace and come out of him. Praise God. He said, shut up and come out of him. And when the unclean spirit had torn him and cried with a loud voice, he came out of him. <laughs> Thank God for the power in the name of Jesus. Jesus said, oh, the things that I do, you will do also. And even the greater things shall you do because I go to the Father. Jesus said, shut up and come out. And we go ahead in that song and, and go to other parts of, of the different books of Mark. Mark 1 and 2 and 3 and so forth. And, and Jesus said in, in Mark 2, uh, as they were certain scribes sitting there in this particular area, when a man was uh, uh, put in Jesus' present, uh, presence, and when they could not come near him for the press that is the group that had the sick man. And you remember that story about that? They uncovered the roof. They took this man upon the roof. Four of them did. Uh, and when they had broken it up, I mean, taken some of the tiling off, they let down the bed that the sick man was on. Jesus saw their faith. The Bible says when Jesus saw their faith, he knew they meant business. They were acting. They were doing all in the natural that they could possibly do. They had taken every step that they could take. What more could they do other than just climb up on the roof, take some of the roofing off, make a hole big enough to get a, a man on a bed and, and just with some ropes, just let him come right down through there. And what, what, what more could they do? And this is what happened. And uh, they let the man down. And then Jesus uh, said, told this man or, or of this man, he said, uh, he said, Arise, saying to thee, Arise, take up thy bed, and go thy way into thine house. In other words, go and live a normal life now. Go live a, the life that I've designed you to live. Take up your bed. Isn't that wonderful? There's power in the name of Jesus. Of course, Jesus is there just speaking because it's Jesus. But then he said that you and I then would be those that would carry this on. He said, The works that I do shall ye do also. So let's just see ourselves doing the works of God. In Romans chapter 12, 
I read from verse 1 and 2, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice. So we're being exhorted here by Paul writing to the Romans, but he's writing to us too as we hear this word and reread this word, that our bodies are really designed to do God's work. That our bodies are designed to be the temple of God's Spirit. Our bodies are designed to be used of God as he would have us to, to pursue things, to please him. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, presented holy, presented acceptable unto God. You say, well, that sounds like a tall order to me. Well, he goes on to say, which is your reasonable service? It isn't even outstanding. It's just reasonable. <laughs> Present your body, dedicate your body as being the temple of the Holy Ghost to be the vehicle through which your spirit man is going to operate and you're going to please God with your walk on this earth. Verse 2, and be not conformed to this world. In other words, don't think like this world because if you think like this world, you're going to talk like this world, and if you talk like this world, you're going to act like this world. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now, how do I get my mind renewed? Well, my mind is renewed through the Word of God, through studying, through listening to gospel broadcasts where the Word is being taught, by reading the Word as I look at the pages with my own eyes, by being in church and listening to my teacher or my, or my minister, minister. And I'm also, if I am teaching the word, then, then I get renewed while I'm teaching the word. Be not conformed. In other words, he's saying that you're going to think like this world if you, if you don't get involved with my word. He's inferring this. And then he's also inferring if, if you get involved with the word of God, then you're going to think like God thinks. You're going to think in line with God's will and purpose and plan. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. He's saying, by getting involved with the word, by meditating, speaking the word, studying the word, thinking about the word, living in the word, you're going to have the kind of judgment that you'll be able to know what is God's goodwill, what is God's acceptable will, and what is God's perfect will. You'll be able to even measure that. You'll be able to judge that because your mind is renewed. Isn't that wonderful? What we believe is a result of our thinking. If we think wrong, we'll believe wrong. The Word of God is given to us to straighten out our thinking. And it says right here that we are transformed as our minds are renewed through, that is, the exposing of our mind to the word, to where we think about it, we speak it. If our believing is wrong, our confession or the words we say will be wrong. In other words, what we say will be wrong, and it will register on our spirits, it will affect our thinking, and it will all hinge on our thinking is what our believing Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty three, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, 
Be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Ordinarily, we talk a lot about the believing part, but we don't say a whole lot about the saying part. But the saying is something we began to say. We just began to say something we began to do, I should say. We, we, we began saying it. And as we say God's word, it will begin to register on our spirits. And our minds will start the renewal process. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. To order David Ingalls' products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for Radio Time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls. Go free in the name of Jesus.